0: Alright, it does seem like we're finally streaming live. I hope you can hear the audio and see the video. Stefan Maillet here with you at itsouls.com, the website. A bit of technical difficulties on our stream this a.m. Bringing in a friend of ours, a brother named Norm Fields, and he's going to be joining me for a topical conversation today. And we're just trying to mess around with the audios and the videos and everything going on. And there's a lot more that I need to learn, obviously. So I'll have to take a bit more time with that and uh, get it operational to the visual that uh, I'm seeking to have streamed to all of you good people out there. So uh, thanks for your patience. I'm a bit late, about 20 minutes. We've been just, again, I've been trying to find my settings and all that kind of good stuff, and uh, just can't get to it. So I'm going to bring in our brother Norm here with us and see how that works. This is new to me as well. I'm utilizing the eCam software and uh, bringing in and Guest, and so I kind of learn these things. I've watched a few tutor- tutorials, of course, but uh, <laughs> my retention mind doesn't uh, quite uh, operate as well as it used to. So uh, let me see here if I bring in our brother see if that'll work here and let's see if i can unmute his mic there we go you on all right yeah i here. you're here you're here good stuff excellent good to be with
1: you this morning Stephen.
0: yeah man it's a pleasure to have you brother and i was very encouraged to know that you wanted to or you were willing to when i requested uh your presence with me as we share some information with friends and we're just organically speaking about various things on Thursdays, it's a topical discussion, of course, and we can pluck out all sorts of topics that we want to have a conversation about. And out there, you, you viewers, by all means, send us suggestions of things you may want to have discussed as a topical discussion on Thursdays, and we'll put it in the queue, and uh, we will certainly address it at the right time. So. Uh, uh, Brother Norm, uh, by all means, go ahead and introduce yourself, plug in your channels, the work you're doing, anything you'd like to say, and then we'll get into the conversation at hand, which is, of course, Christianity. Why should we choose Christianity? Is Christianity the better religion? I mean, there's 4,000 religions out there, right? Why Christianity? That kind of stuff. So by all means, go go ahead, Brother Norm.
1: Uh, Well, you can find me on just about any of the social media platforms uh, at the the handle you see on the screen at Preacher Norm. Um, I do a, a podcast on Monday evenings called Bible QA, where you ask the questions and the Bible gives the answers. And I have a locals channel where I'm publishing my uh, study notes at uh, normsnotes.locals.com. And you can uh, keep up with me. I That's my preferred social media outlet. I kind of share from there to everywhere else because uh, social media is kind of a uh, dumpster fire. (laughs) So (laughs) with, uh, uh, with, with, with locals, it's, you you pretty much own your own, uh, social media platform and, and have total control of it uh, over it. So, um, I would uh, love for you to come follow me at uh, normsnotes.locals.com. Sure.
0: Yeah. Locals has been good and kind to, to myself as well. I got a community there and I mean it's slow going cuz you know how it is brother mm-hmm. man they, they they folks we we tend to be so um comfortable with the major platforms you know Facebook and Twitter and That's YouTube right. although I am kind of pleased that Twitter took a change they repented yeah. of sorts you know they they've changed yeah. their minds there but uh Locals is a is a wonderful place and uh it allows us to uh govern the information without uh heavy-handed censorship so uh, you know mm-hmm. yeah
1: uh, I've been streaming more on uh X, no, formerly the artist formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um but I, I've I've been doing more live streaming on X lately. Uh mm-hmm. I don't think that it is quite there yet for an actual video platform, but it's yep. it, it seems to be getting there. It's um, getting
0: there. There's some work to be done no doubt, but uh yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it, there's some potential anyways. Hmm.
1: But Facebook, YouTube, um, I, I that that's really the only other ones I use. I'm not on uh, what's what's the other ones? Uh, Snapchat or Snapchat, uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram. Yeah, that's. I think that's where everybody's at. Instagram, right? That, yeah, uh, I, Instagram. I just never, I never have. I guess I'm too old and crotchety for Instagram. I don't know. <laughs>
0: We're a dying breed, man. We're cut from an old cloth. Uh, I I do insta. I finally connected Instagram to like my Added Souls Facebook page, and somehow Meta, the Meta universe, right, uh, is doing what it does, and it shares things where right. I don't know. I don't understand the science of it. Right. I just try to produce the content. But um, I never got on TikTok, which is of course this this big thing. Uh, I just. I know it reaches people there as well, and we have a lot of brethren utilizing that venue for the gospel. Also, mm-hmm. me—I don't know, man. I just didn't. I still remember how TikTok was being advertised on the Facebook newsfeed. So from the very get-go, I was turned off by it because it advertised itself. I mean, initial—I remember the initial launch of TikTok on the Facebook newsfeed. Is was it was like nineteen twenty, early twenty-year-old ladies, you know. Pretty much showing their cleavage, and that was the maybe
1: like, maybe uh, uh, early twenties. I, I think yeah, it, it uh, came out. A lot of them were underage teenagers that oh that, yeah uh, were you know shouldn't have been allowed to to do to that. Do, but, right? Uh, yeah, TikTok. Have Have you ever seen the difference between the Chinese TikTok feed and the American TikTok feed? <laughs> no, have you ever seen I, that? Because no, you know it's I a Chinese not. company, right?
0: Right. Well that yes. But I have not seen <laughs> so, the difference though I have a I have an assumption on what what, yeah. what could be the difference there.
1: If you see the TikTok feed that pumps out to, you know, social media users in China, right. it's all uh femininity, you know, proper femininity and proper masculinity for the for the men, you know, being, you know, gung-ho, masculine men and feminine it. women and 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 then you look at the feed that gets pumped out in America, and it's yep. all trans this and you know uh, the LGBTQ alphabet people agenda stuff, and it's pretty obvious that it's purposeful. <laughs> it, it's a it's a, a military psyop.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean absolutely, and I mean. <laughs> You know, twenty years ago, thinking this way would have had us with foil hats and everything. You know, waiting for the aliens right, yeah. to land. But today, it's it's right. it's apps. So that there's credibility to 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 what you're saying and, and what we're sharing here. You can act like in our country, this fallen nation, formerly mm. known as Canada, uh, now known as Chinada, sadly. But it it, it it has a is that right? Is
1: that a thing? Is that people well, call it Chinada?
0: Us, us citizens and patriots know that. That's where it's gone, wow. but it's not officially been, you know, said, if you will. It's kind of like we, the citizenry, know what's taking place, and and our agencies, our governing agencies, uh, have actually released information proving, without a shadow of a doubt, in a a court of law, if you will, a tribunal of sorts, that uh, yeah, uh, we've been infiltrated and manipulated and our, uh, public organizations are now under the operational of a foreign threat. Uh,
1: so we, we have a lot of that here, you know, some of our, some of our congressmen and, and, uh, high elected officials have been caught in, you know, pretty sleazy relationships with, with Chinese spies and, uh, it's, it's bad. It, uh, It is
0: bad. And there was... um, oh,
1: it, it's it's encouraging that some of our governors have stepped up here lately and, and said that uh, Chinese companies, which are essentially government agencies because it's a communist country, yes. um, that that uh, Chinese companies are not allowed to own land in in these states. And and that's right. that's a that's a good development in in the right direction, I think.
0: It is. And there is some hopeful uh, um, how should I say, some hopeful actions taking place also in this country. The fact that now it the, the stories have been, the, the accounts, the recorded accounts and journalistic integrities of the more so conservative grassroots side of things have been producing this. And on Twitter, now you can actually see the evidence right. that has been taking place behind closed doors that the mainstream media of course is not allowed to or authorized right. to show. Uh, we've, you know... We've been seeing a change in the citizenry becoming awakened, not woke, but awakened to right. the truth. Yeah, there's and a reality. difference, right? <laughs> there is a big difference, absolutely. But the, you know what? These conversations are wonderful for like our Friday session, for the sociopolitical <laughs> conversation on the Friday. Right, right. But, um, okay. Back to the uh, the function of our theme today in a topical fashion would be Christianity is it mm-hmm. truly the better religion. And uh, Christianity, of course, is not just an academic pursuit where you have the knowledge in your mind. It's actually a faith-driven uh, religion where we live it as a lifestyle. And uh, that generates our faith to have conversations about the things we were just having about, you know, <laughs> invasions and, and invaders mm-hmm. and, and uh, foreign Threats and uh, TikTok and what that means and what and whatnot, but um, I was thinking because of the the massive ocean of religious views out there. I mean, there's so many of them, right, mm-hmm. brother? I mean, you see them all over the place here, and, and you see the shift. I've seen the shift. We've gone from what was used to be understood as a Christian quote-unquote nation with Christian principles, you know, that kind of dynamic, male, female, husband, wife get married, they have careers, they have little babies, Ooh. they have the joy of a house, let's get a house, you know, That's that's that was the Canadian dream, the American dream, you just get to right. live in, in that prosperity, but we've seen that shift now. Now it's uh, a, um, a loss of that identity, if you will, and uh, we see the well, in in our province, in our country now, the boom of is Islam, uh, the Muslim uh, population is just has expanded to uh, a great amount, and also mm-hmm. the Sikh religion, if you will, Hinduism, and all these various others. And I just did a quick Google search, and, and it shows that there's like over four thousand religion religious views, and out of those four thousand, you have branches from them, deviations and differences and whatnot. So you have, you know, yourself probably a great sixty thousand something of various uh views out there in my past life i'd obviously entertained various religious views uh hedonism or um, heathen or hindu uh, not hindu but hedonistic if you will or pagan um life is in everything the moon the stars and all that kind of stuff and um i just i'm trying to figure out the model and what 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 we can see, I guess, from history and nations that adapted Christian principles or Jude- Christian Judeo principles compared to what the uh, pagan worldview would be. Uh, and I think where we're ultimately going to land, I'm thinking, is in Acts chapter 17, of course, with, with, that, with this kind of conversation. But, man, just go ahead spill the beans with it. What's your thoughts? What's in your mind in regards to Christianity in the ocean of other religious views? And do you see a difference? Why would there be a difference? If, I, if I'm a pagan listening to this this channel right now, and I, I have a different worldview than, than we do, what's the allure? What's the purpose? What's, what's the attraction? Well, I,
1: I've uh, asked that question several times in, in uh, presenting lessons. Uh, just to, to throw the question out, uh, if we woke up tomorrow and— uh islam didn't exist islam was just gone from the earth what would we lose versus what would we gain mm. um you know i asked the same thing about christianity if if we woke up tomorrow and everyone in the world had the christian worldview, the the uh, uh christian ideology uh, what would that look like how how would that affect the the world and you know the the two different ideologies you look at the one and it's conquest by violence um, convert or die uh, if it, the the infidel has to pay uh, special taxes to be able to to live and and uh, live as a you know li- live a subservient uh, lifestyle to the adherence of Islam, if infidels are even allowed to live. Uh, that, that's that's the, the one. And uh, a lot of times when, when you when you put that out there, the pe- people will go to the Quran and they'll say, well, what about these uh, passages talking about uh, uh, being at peace and, and religious tolerance? And what right. people don't understand about the Quran is pretty much the same thing with the Bible too, right? Yeah. Uh, but but w- with the Quran, uh, later passages supersede earlier passages. And when you look in, in uh, the, the early writings of, of Islam, Muhammad, uh, early writings, when uh, his movement was in the minority, and he wrote a lot about tolerance and uh, peacefulness, and because he was in the minority. Sure. But as, as, as soon as Islam reached a minority, wherever Islam has been in the world, Anywhere right. it has been in the world, when it has reached a minority status, that tolerance and peacefulness goes out the window real quick. And now it's it's conquest. Now it's, you know, convert or die. And when so they reach later, the majority. Right. When they reach a majority level. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and so, you know, that should be very alarming to us when we see the rise of Islam in Western culture, especially which, uh, you know, historically and, and you know, using. Um, you know, Christian ideology and kind of a a loose Broadway, not uh, pure New Testament Christianity that as as you and I practice. Sure, uh, but but just you know, uh, Christian thinking or, yes. or you know what, what we might say, biblically minded um, moral
0: attributes with it. The mo- right, also right, the moral right. side of it,
1: Christian morality or biblical yeah. morality, right? Right. Uh, Western, Western culture founded on that flourishing. Mm-hmm. The the arts flourishing in Western culture, um, you know, er everything from visual arts to architecture to government systems and, you know, everything. Personal freedoms and um, uh, the uh, flourishing of that in a culture that had as its foundation uh, uh, Christian ideology or biblical morality. Sure. Um, Whereas Islam, anytime Islam gets in the majority, you know, what's one of the first things they do? They start, you know, eradicating everything else and and, uh, uh, practicing this convert or die um, uh, thrust. So what would it look like if tomorrow we woke up and everyone in the world, uh, for example, Thought of others ahead of themselves, the needs of others ahead of themselves, as Paul says in in uh, Philippians that uh, you know think not of yourselves, but but uh, the of, of others first, right? What if sure. what if we woke up tomorrow and everyone in the world just naturally did that, or right. uh, do do to others as you would have them do to you, right? We call it the Golden Rule. Yeah. Uh, do to others as you would have them do to you, um, uh, and and uh, seek. Uh, first, the kingdom of God and His righteousness.
0: Right. Uh, um, you know, all, love, all of these... Love your enemies. Pray for them. You know, that's quite different. Right. That's quite right. That's, a, that's quite, quite different. So yeah. So
1: what would if if everybody in the world, if we woke up tomorrow and everybody in the world thought that way, uh, sure. uh, love, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, do to others as you would have them do to you. Put the put the cares of others ahead of your of your own uh, uh, cares, right? If everybody thought that way, what yep. would disappear from the world like that instantly? right? Would there be wars? No, We've, nobody nobody would be going to war with each other. Nobody would be stealing from each other. Right. Nobody would be you know looking for ways to connive and to so just on those very surface elements, right? Yep. Those those kind of. Um broad principles of christianity Uh, that that's why we call it the golden rule because it covers everything when when i was in uh, when i was in business school uh, one of the the books we had for business ethics was a book uh by john maxwell that there is no such thing as business business ethics and and it was all the the whole it's just a little tiny book it was completely based on the golden rule: do right. to others as you would have them do to you. And the whole thrust of the book is, if you do that in business, your business will flourish. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, if if you just do honest business, if you do business with people the way that you would want them to do business with you, people will value your business. Right. So absolutely, you know, all, all of these things, these the self-seeking, uh, uh, hedonistic pursuits that 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 divide and destroy and uh, cause so much strife, all of that would just disappear. Well, what other religion, I compared it with Islam, which is the most striking, you know, contrast between I'm going to conquer you and enslave you to, you know, I want you to prosper, you know, just as much as I want myself to prosper. Right. Right. Those are those are drastically different ideologies, aren't they? Absolutely. Uh,
0: Absolutely. But
1: but really, when we compare Christianity to any of the other religions, um, Mm. it's it's just superior in, in uh, the, the viewpoint that it has of others, right? It's not all self-centered and it's not all about me, right? Buddhism. And, you know, we, we talk about, you know, Buddhism is so peaceful and calm and you don't, you don't kill anything because of reincarnation, which is a lie uh, and, and all these things, but it's very self-centered. It's all about me. It's all about looking within and, you know, Christianity is not self-centered. Christianity is, you know, caring for other people. A
0: very selfless religion.
1: Very selfless, right. Uh, and and, and it, that's what makes it superior. That, that's why cultures that have uh, uh, been based in biblical morality have, have flourished, because that's sure. the way God designed us to live. Yes,
0: sir. Yeah, if we take the time to kind of just look at these models, and we have— the evidence of history behind us looking mm-hmm. at a retro model we have history proving the point why right. is it that canadians or americans are not moving in droves or migration in droves to the middle east the only thing we're doing in the middle east is to go to war why is right. that? like i you know <laughs> it's sure a, it's right. a sim, it's a simple question like why would why is that why is it known that in the middle east which is mostly islamic it's mm-hmm. war and death If it's governed by a book, the Quran, which is about peace, like there seems to be, is it true that there are some Christians who have the name but do not behave according to the ways of Christ? Well, yeah. Sure. Is it true that there are some who adhere to the name of uh, the Islamic religion as a Muslim but do not participate? in the instructions of Muhammad? Absolutely. If you find yourself with a peaceful Muslim, it is what would be considered an infidel, or not infidel, perhaps. uh, A liberal. A liberal. (laughs) And uh, they are not well seen. Why? Because they are not functioning according to the strict commandments of Muhammad. Right. Uh, And uh, what if you happen to find a Christian who is participating in lewd behavior or sinful activities, lawlessness, well he's obviously not following the instructions of the christ and right. when you have that boiling over in a community you and can you can see. always find those
1: examples right in yeah. any system you can find yeah. those examples that a person claims to be an inherent to that system yeah. but they don't follow the dictates of that system
0: yeah jesus told me to walk into a shopping mall and just mow down everyone with a with a machete or something you know oh look at religion look at christianity what's doing well right. let, let's hold on there for a minute let's take a breath here is he really doing what Jesus told him to do? Well, anybody who's right. had any kind of surface reading of the New Testament system is going to know, no, this man may call himself a Christian. He may have said he's murdering in the name of Christ. I mean, we, we've heard our leaders mm-hmm. go behind the pulpit in front of all the, the the citizenry of the country and say, Jesus wants us to perform abortions because it's health care and it's good for women.
1: Yeah. You know, isn't so- that isn't that <laughs> disgusting? That and and you're right. You know, all, all of these different uh, uh, self-centered, self-seeking expressions yep. of immorality. Yep. You know, somebody wants to try to say, well, you know, it, that, that that's Christianity, but we we have a book <laughs> that is the the written confirmed manual for christianity and if you can't find what you're talking about in there it's not christianity
0: period it's not and there has to be that ruler there has to be a sig there has to be a system of measurement there because if not and and here's where i go quite often and my audience have heard me say this many times if there is not a foundation a, a a a location we can go go for an authority a rule then we become gods. We make ourselves to be gods. And therein, what you were speaking about, uh, brother, w- regarding self, this self-absorbed mind, because if there is no God, specifically the God of the Bible, then who's going to be our God? And there's always a corrupt Me. man That's to right. come and say, I'll be the God. I'll right. be God today. I'll be Pharaoh. Huh? I'll be right. Pharaoh. Sure, well, I mean, there's sure. no, yeah, there's it, no greater it, it, power.
1: In the absence of a you know true view of God, we, we seek to make ourselves God. And so what, the, what that comes down to is what you're talking about is that the strongest person that thinks that they're God that can dominate other people, they're the ones that get to be the God, basically.
0: And, <laughs> and, 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 and the Bible itself, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, rebuke and condemn the diatrophic individual that would even infiltrate a congregation with that exactly. preeminence, that that, exactly, that, that, right. that tyranny. So with the Christian religion— you have a system. We can go to the Bible. It's an instruct. I mean, if, if you're going to tell me you've built a house, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna pull up the blueprint and I'm going to look at the measurements and be like, dude, you didn't build this house. Like I, I hired you as a contractor to build the house according to the very specific details of this draft, the, 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 this drawing. You didn't. Well, I built a house, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, but the house is not the one that was according. Right. You know, the police yeah. officer doesn't say stop. Plan. It's not yeah. my house. This is my exactly, and you're not going to find a police officer saying stop in the because I feel like I want you to stop. Right. I, 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 stop, stop. Why I feel like I need to tell you to stop. No, what is he going to say? Stop in the name of the law, right?
1: By the authority of the, I have the authority of the law to make you stop,
0: <laughs> right? So, Christianity. And, and, and
1: can show you that in, in legal code,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Because, I mean, as a citizenry, and you see it, you know, you can go down that YouTube. Rabbit hole where you find citizens who are actually well versed in the law telling the officer, dude, you can't, you can't, you don't have the law with you on this one. Right. That's right. right? And, and, that, that, and, that, and that's a problem
1: too. I mean, anytime you, you're, you're functioning in a, a structured system, and you're functioning outside that structure, that's a problem. And so that's those those videos you're talking about with the police. I think some of those people, you know, instigate that on purpose. Oh,
0: absolutely. uh, And I'm not for that at all to be, to be, to be clear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, when we talk about the superiority of Christianity and, and any objective observer, honest observer comparing the different religious systems, yeah. Anyone who's actually being honest about it, I'm not saying anything offensive when I say that Christianity is superior. Right. It is the superior system of life, the, the, yeah. the, the, the superior uh, uh, guide for how to live your life. And, yeah. and any, anybody who, who investigates it objectively is going to come to that conclusion. Uh, sure. The problem is that the investigations aren't honest a lot of times because yeah. we, we have this kind of multicultural mindset that we've been trained in since the early 60s that says that all cultures are equal when they're not. It's they're like not. saying all, all opinions are equal. Well, they're, no, they're not. They're not. not. <laughs> and so, they're not. Uh, Strength and diversity. You, Right, yeah. What does that even mean? Strength and diversity. Uh, it's a slogan. You know, so, and it's so worked. the the more differences you 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 uh, uh, introduce in into something makes it stronger. No, I think that's what's called crumbling and making Crumbling,
0: it dismantling. But,
1: but anyway, uh, you know, people will talk about stuff like. Uh, um, the Crusades. And they'll say, well, look, look at the Christian terrorism of, right. of the Crusades and how they went and uh, converted people at the point of the sword. I've even got one, one of my uh, uh, history books of, of uh, church history. Uh, recounts one of the uh, generals in the Crusades marching a bunch of, of uh, Moors out into the ocean at Sword Point and commanding <laughs> them to be baptized at Sword Point, right, uh, or, or or be killed. That was their choice. You either you either be baptized or 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 will kill you.
0: Do or die. Uh,
1: and. And, and the person that wrote the book, it's a, you know, by a denominational writer, the po- person that wrote the book says, praise God. So many, uh, Moors were converted to Christ. No, they weren't.
0: <laughs> no, they weren't.
1: <laughs> that's not, that's not how you convert people to
0: Christ. That's not uh, how it works at all. But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, looking at
1: the crusades, was that Christianity? No, that wasn't no. Christianity. You, you, you look not. at the, the, the Christian system in the Bible. What did Jesus say? Uh, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my disciples fight? Well, That's it. you know, the, 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 the way that the kingdom of God is spread is not by military conquest. And, nope. and, um, now you can talk about the, the, uh, uh, you know, sociopolitical advantages or, or, um, what's the, how, how should I say it? Uh, uh, rightness of the crusades and 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 the the necessity of the crusades on a political level on a on a governmental level sure uh, but that's that's never how god intended for no. for the the spiritual kingdom to spread and so it wasn't an expression of christianity uh, no. it was it was the catholic church the apostate church that that uh, had corrupted christianity sure um so, uh, you know, when, when people compare the different religions, they look at things like that and they latch on to things like that or, you know, things like the the uh, Jim Jones, you know, cult leaders that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know, kill a bunch of people or, or have a bunch Drink of people the commit suicide in the, in the name of religion. They look at stuff like that and they say, well, oh, yeah, there's your Christianity. No, that's not Christianity.
0: No, just <laughs> that's,
1: that's just like every other religious system where there's, you know, people in that 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 claim to be part of that religious system that aren't.
0: Yeah, that's very true indeed. And it's a it's a matter of one's heart, number one, to seek out the truth of it. And sadly, we're just such an apathetic citizenry. We just we're being fed by the public powers, corporations, academic institutions, media, whether it be entertainment or cable networks, news, this, that, and the other, all these major powers, government powers, and they're all speaking the same tongue. They're all speaking the same propaganda, which is, you know, this strength and diversity, this this coexistence, this, that, the other. And so it's kind of dumbed down our um, thoughts to seek out the truth of it all. And so we just accept what's being thrown our way. If we model Christianity in its purest form, according to the, the system of the, the New Testament, and even, not even to its purest form, but to its surface value, which is a moral code mm-hmm. in the community, both those models have proven themselves to be quite superior than any other model. And right. you can find yourself in a nest of atheists. If they are practicing the values of Christian principles, they're going to flourish in business, they're going to flourish in their community, but yet right. they don't believe in God. Now, the, the sad part of it is many of these exist, and they just don't thank God for what It's, you know, the beauty and blessings that they receive because they act upon the principles of the scriptures. And you can look at Mm -hmm. any kind of heathen religion or pagan uh, worldview, and all of them always, in model historically, result in murder. It's just, it's the Mm -hmm. end result. And people are, they think I'm jumping the gun here, and I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. See, we've dismantled the best religion our nations had. America was founded on the identity of independence, because of a higher power, Canada, though oppressed by the monarchy system, yet still in much freedom, because our modeled founding fathers and the documents chartered rights were based upon a higher power, and we've dismantled right. that now. We've took that away. That that's old. That's archaic. That's racist. That's whatever you want to call it. Blah blah right. blah blah. blah. So now, yeah, adapted- our,
1: our, our founding document starts out, we are endowed by our creator with these inalienable rights, right? Yeah, and they and, were and very they, specific. Yeah, they're, with they're, that. they're based in biblical morality, and that, that's sure. what I was talking about with the flourishing of Western culture, you know, you based in biblical morality, so that, you know, where was slavery eradicated? Now, there's, you know, more slavery in the world now than there ever has been before, mm-hmm. but... What cultures have uh, uh, eradicated slavery from their political systems, we, we might say? It's yeah. the Western cultures that are based in biblical morality.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a reason people were migrating in, in, in droves to come right. and uh, taste of this land of milk and honey. Uh, it's not because the, 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 the beauty of... Creation is not found in war-torn countries. You can find mountains and rivers and, and mm-hmm. skies and beautiful uh, sunsets and all kinds around the world. In any given location, God's beauty and in creation, intelligence, power, might is found everywhere. But where there has been a rejection and or a what you call that now when you ne- neglecting and rejecting of uh, the Christ specifically in our dispensation of time, the the messianic age it's just it the end result is death they're like oh you call you think you're a prophet i'm not a prophet i can just read the signs oh so is it miraculous no it's not it's written right there on the wall it's been written for a while if we were well see i have
1: this book that says i i I have this book that says if you do these things this is what's going to happen and guess what if you do those things that's what happens it's you know you don't have to be a prophet
0: on our Wednesday uh, sessions, uh, be, I began yesterday our Wednesday session in the book of Exodus. We had finished Genesis, and now we're in Exodus, chapter one, and verses one through uh, two. I think we did thirteen or fourteen. It's um, it's it 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 captivated me with great interest because of how similar of a of a of a historical model that we see in repetition. When the new king of Egypt came in, he didn't want to know anything about the previous historical records with Joseph and the right. cooperation that was taking place with the with God's people and the pagans, how they were able to mutually benefit in, in a system that was operational, kept them away from d- dying of starvation, and you kind of see the mind of this new king, and you see, of course, the cowardice of a great many people of God and believers and how that meshes into, well, suffering, hard labor, mm-hmm. slavery at the hands of this god complex this egotistical maniac who's this sociopathic narcissist you know all these things and and, and it, it's the same thing i was reading it and i'm like you could have this could have been written yesterday for us today like it's just right there this is the model of the system and the beauty of christianity as you mentioned is the spiritual sense of it uh you and i know that we have been called of course to be good stewards of our physical existence. Meaning you're just not going to go jump off a bridge today. That wouldn't be Christ-like. That wouldn't be producing for Christ at all. Oh, I want to go to heaven, so I'm going to jump off a bridge. No, that's... (laughs) Mm -hmm. Priority is spiritual. Absolutely. No doubt. What is spiritual? Nourishment is always more appetizing than physical nourishment. You can go to hell with a full belly, but I'd much rather walk into heaven on an empty stomach. So we understand that. However, that does not void us of the consequence and the stewardship we must abide by uh, on this earth. So which religious worldview are going to, to take for that, for that fulfillment, that stewardship? Someone says atheism. <laughs> well, that can't be the case. Atheism tells us there's no law to tell you and I that murder is wrong. So that obviously can be uh, thrown out of an honorable court of law, and it, it, there's no defense for it. You should be an atheist. Why? I don't know, because we're a bunch of animals. Oh, okay, next. Well, in comes Hinduism. Hinduism will tap you into all the many gods, Vishnu and Hishnu and all of it, and you'll learn peace and this, that, and the other. Yeah, but what, what does it function? What's its law? Where does it come from? What does it provide? Where's the practicality of it Where's that, the practicality? that influences my
1: daily life and how to live a productive, successful, fulfilling life? Where, where is that?
0: Where is that? And, and I, I've looked at these things, as I know you have as well, in our mm-hmm. past life, in a genuine way, like in a, I just want to know. I want to see what is available out there in the ocean of religious uh, buffet, if you will, and pick and choose what, what seems to work. And at all fronts, Christianity always shines. The Christ it, always the shines. It's a
1: superior system. That's, that's it's right. a
0: superior system. It's practical. And to a bit more of the emotional side of it, it says it's a fulfilling joy. It's such a fulfilling mm-hmm. peace, a right. structure of healing and forgiveness and loving one another. It's just <sighs> for the life of me.
1: Can, can I throw in a verse real quick? I, I said the other Please day do. that if I, if I was ever going to get a tattoo, which isn't likely that I'll ever get a tattoo, but <laughs> if I did, uh, it would be Colossians 1.16 because it, it says everything. In that one verse, it says everything— that we are and that we're supposed to be right there in that one verse. For by him, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. Here it is. All things were created through him and what for him. So the, the Bible is going to tell me how to fulfill the purpose of my creation. To, to, I was created by him. And in this passage, him is Christ, right? John 1, 1 through 3 says that the word created everything and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So here Paul says that Christ created all things for what? For him. So the only way for me to fulfill the purpose of my creation, of my being, of, of, you know, what God created me to be. The only thing for me the only way for me to fulfill that is to live for Christ. And so if, if I'm living to the very purpose of my creation, how could there be a more fulfilling way to live than that? A, 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 a more fruitful way to live than that, than to live the way that God created me to live. He created me to live for him. And if yes. I'm not living for him. I'm like a broken piece of machinery that can't that can't function according to the what it was what it was
0: made to do absolutely it doesn't hold any value you can't find yourself being content and joyful with an eternal peace because there's always a void I have a, sadly a great many of my past friends uh, that have passed on to go meet the maker if you will and have mm-hmm. judgment and most of them their pursuit was almost in a Solomon-type worldview, uh, you know, maybe it's materialistic right. belongings. Maybe I need to get a whole bunch of stuff. That'll make me happy. That's the purpose for life. And then they go on yeah. that journey for a decade right. or two, and they're like, When well, that doesn't fulfill what I thought it would. How about women? Ah, I love women. Let's get women. So they get this harem of women and right. uh, fornication and all this kind of stuff. Ah, uh, that gets old real quick. Nah, that that ain't it. Well, maybe it's career. Maybe I need to find myself a strong career, and then they do that. for. And they go through all the motion. And sadly, did depart this earth, lonely, never married, never having the beauty of children, never understanding the true depth and the purpose right. of living a Christ-driven life. And I, I wept. Right. I, I wept for them. I still weep for them. I'm like, man, if mm. you would have, if you would have just known, and, and it, it, if folks would just tap in mm. to true,
1: pure Christianity. And I've I've heard you talk about that before. Um, and it, from hearing you talk about it, I haven't. I, I've Alluded to it. I haven't talked about it as as explicitly as you have, but um, sounds like you know we come from pretty similar backgrounds. And uh, you know, I, I was trying everything to find fulfillment, just like like you said that that Solomon you know path of you know wine, women, and 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 uh, uh, every expression of, of hedonism he could he could try to find fulfillment in. Well, you know, we've been there and done that. Sure, <laughs> and sure. and you know, uh, uh, praise God, we came to the same conclusion that Solomon did before it was too late. That, that right. this is this is where fulfillment is. It's to uh, 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 serve God and keep His commandments, and yeah. and that's where real fulfillment is. And you know, I, I know. Uh, you know, I had gotten to a point to where, and I've, I've described it sometimes before is, you know, being at the bottom of the barrel and the only way to get lower is to knock a hole and keep digging, you know, and, uh, uh, and it was either, you know, uh, change or die (laughs) kind of thing. And, and, uh, um, all these other religious systems that, that I had dabbled with just took me further and further into the darkness with less and less fulfillment, less and less satisfaction, uh, for, you know, the, the way I was living. But -hmm. it was when I, when I turned to the Bible and when I turned to, uh, uh, Christ and, and saw that this is the right way that this is, this is what I was created to do. And, and, you know, that, that, that's what, you know, blew all the rest of it away. And, and, uh, you know, got me on the right track. Um, I I, I had, I I had criticized the Bible, all of my rebellious youth uh, and, and pointed to the denominational divisions. And I I still remember the, the pain on my mom, my mother's face when uh, I, I, said, you know, look at all this division, all these different churches that, that teach all these different things. And, and, and they all claim to follow the same book. Why would I want to read that book that causes so much division? And, you know, just how ignorant I was. And it just, you know, it broke her heart. I can, like I said, I can still see the pain on her face when I said it. But then when I was, you know, in the ditch, and and uh, was looking for a way out of the ditch, I started reading the Bible for myself and it was, you know, really quick after I started reading that, you know, all these things that people are arguing about and divided up over and they're not in the Bible. These people That's are it. divided up over these people are divided up over things that aren't even in the Bible. That's and, it. and you know, um and that was, you know, kind of the the uh, uh
0: kind of a journey for the, you
1: Right. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that, of course, led to my conversion and uh, my mother's restoration and, and uh, you know, things have been uh, a whole nother world since then. But, um, you know, we, we we look at the content of the different religious systems and yeah. e- even just an objective uh, analysis of the content and, and what it teaches, right? the, the ideology. Christianity comes out as superior, but it's yeah. it's not it's not just, you know, the examining of the content of it. It's that the the Bible is the only religious book in existence. The only one that you can actually prove is of divine origin. <laughs> and and uh, uh, so we would expect that the content of it is always correct because we can, we can prove that it actually is from God, that these are the things that God said. And so, you know, we would, we would expect them to be the right way to do things when we, when we
0: understand that it is of divine origin. Absolutely. It's, it's designed that way. It's structured Mm -hmm. to help us out of that ditch, out of that bad place. And it's such a peaceful, again, understanding of it. If folks would just sit down and start reading in the Gospel of Matthew, just turn off mm-hmm. all of the all the smartphones and all the, the distractions of the world and just read it for yourself. You don't need to run to your reverend, your priest, your pastor, your this, right. that, and the other. You don't need to go on YouTube and have too many chefs in the kitchen. They'll cook you up a mess. You won't be satisfied. For your own independent faith and mind, like we've had to do, because we can all look at a great many— Churches and, and and Christians living crazy lives, hypocrites, self righteous right. hypocrites, a whole lot of them. And you can be like, "Well, I, I'm not going to go to the gym today. There's fat people there. You know, well that's <laughs> that that, that, how, that don't sound right to me. <laughs> that, that, right. That, that don't make sense." Now, I thought it was an argument for a long time, you know, but. Once I finally just sat down, broken, as you, as you, and it, just this moment of, man, what's the purpose of life? I've tried everything else. So you sit down and you start reading the Gospel of Matthew. There are some tedious moments. There are some verses you're going to scratch your head being, I have no idea what that means, but it's going to start working on you. Certain verses are going to penetrate your thoughts, and it's going to start to make a lot of sense, and you're going to start to recognize a message, a message that takes you away from what you've been living, which is death. And it's going to start right. to transition you over to a message of life. And it's just so powerful, it changes lives. It gives you another another breath of wind for another chapter in your, your history. It's truly the superior religious worldview. And we've not gone into some kind of deep scholarly insight regarding all religious worldviews, though that might be a podcast to come in the future where we Dive deep into each intricate religious worldview, uh, but Christianity just stands so bold, and it's a it's a it's a religion that must be received uh, freely. It's never enforced on you, uh, and because of that, you can start to see the love of Christ in it. Uh, if I'm if I'm force feeding you this book you know if my children were coming to church because if they don't they're going to catch a beating they're never going to know what jesus is all about they need to know why we're going to church because of the love right. of christ right some will say if i don't go mom will beat me over the side of the head and i'm telling you i'm not saying i'm against discipline we all you know of course there are times where the child might be starting to have a bit of a, a rebellious way you're like no we're going to church like obviously right. that that has a moment Uh, But if that's the only thing the child understands is, if I don't go, I'm going to get in trouble with mom, and though that might be an initial motivational tool, uh, one must see that we're going there for a man named Jesus. And that Mm -hmm. does not exist to go and see Buddha, to go and see Muhammad, to go and see Vishnu, to go and see whoever. Uh, It just doesn't give you that fulfillment. And some say, well, I found great fulfillment in modern science or modern uh, religious uh, meditation, and I do yoga. I'm not against yoga. I do this, that, and the other. Yeah, okay. Let's say you found a inner peace, a fulfillment in life. Your life is going great. Your relationship, your marriage is great. You're doing. You're financially stable. Got beautiful children. Every, peaches and cream under this modern religion, and some d- do. Ultimately, ultimately. You are not going to live forever. It's an ungetoverable objective absolute. You're going to die. We're all going to die. What about after? Nobody gets out alive. <laughs> Nobody gets out of here alive. Now you don't need to die twice as the scriptures would so reveal. Correct. But we all have to go once with that sting. What about then? Well, my no see what you've clung to is not going to have any power. To transition you to eternal life, and ultimately, that's where it goes. Because I've sat down with people who are wealthy; they got everything they want. It's a beautiful family. It's a beautiful life. Why on earth would I need Christianity? Because ultimately, you're going to die, and there's only one way into the next realm peacefully, and that's through Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, if I may, and we got about ten minutes here in Acts chapter sixteen, uh, Acts, Acts chapter 6, seventeen. Is a location where I find great peace in seeing, of course, the interaction of Paul as he stood in the midst of the uh, Areopagus there, you know, and said, Men of Athens, verse 22, I observe that you are very religious in all respects. And I love how he's honorable, right? He's not like this Mm -hmm. belligerent, heavy-handed, I'm smart, you're all stupid, and I'm going to condemn all of you to hell kind of stuff. Uh, He says, for while I was passing through and and examining the objects of your worship, I also found an altar with this inscription, and it says, I quote, to an unknown God. Therefore, what you worship in ignorance, this I proclaim to you. And what's fascinating, of course, is the language is not seen in the same, if you will, description. Reception as we would today. If today you go to someone and say, "Well, that's quite ignorant," they're going to take fit. They're going to throw fit. They think you're calling them stupid. What Paul is saying, of course, is you've not been educated in this here God, this unknown God. Let me elaborate on this unknown God to right. help you ed- if, educate you. If if I
1: call you ignorant, I'm not insulting you. I'm just saying you don't know. But that's man, it. People, <laughs> you tell you tell somebody <laughs> they're ignorant of something. And oh,
0: dude, you're not
1: getting very far after that
0: yeah i i'm I'm very ignorant of how to fly a plane I've never flown a plane i've been a passenger on a plane but if you were to give me uh, uh the location to sit down there and fly the plane i'd be like dude i don't i'm quite ignorant i don't right. know so he right. says, this I proclaim to you in verse 24, the God who made the world and all things in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands. And we're so accustomed, the Jews of the first century, right? The Jews of the first century were waiting on the Messiah. Why? Because he's going to pull up a sword, slay down the Roman people power and erect a physical kingdom with a physical location to restore physical Israel. And and to their credit, that's all they had ever known in the Old Testament anyways. It's a physical blessing, a physical ancestry and protection, security. Well, here, of course— in the Christian age, is the is the spiritual kingdom. Now it can it's a spiritual house that can be seen through physical vessels assembled together. So it's not this nebulous. Well, I'm a Christian and I can float around anywhere in the world. No, you're actually bound sub, to submission to your local assembly where the, the the spiritual house is congregated in a physical way. Right, so the right. uh, God who made the world, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all people life and breath and all things, and so on and so on the the account goes. But that's a beautiful part because you mentioned a bit of that. It's like all other religious views, they seem to—well, they don't seem—they command service to their end. They want your blood. Right. They want your blood. Only the Christ gave his to you. They want yours for them.
1: Uh, I was going to jump in there where he, where he says in verse 25, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything. Right. And it, it never ceases to amaze me how some brethren, uh, present themselves as though God needs them, Oh <laughs> to, man! you know, that, that they are, the it's, it's like, like you, uh, you know, you brought up a little while ago, the, the, uh, diatrophies, you know, that, you know, how lucky God is to have me, like the Pharisee that prayed in the temple. God, aren't you lucky I'm, you know, I'm, I'm yours. Oh, uh, you know, God, no, God doesn't need me. I need God. And, and, and the, the way that I express my need, my love and devotion to God is to do whatever I can to serve Him. Yeah. Not because He needs me, but because I need Him.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's, you know, this work... That I labor alongside with here over on the East Coast, the East Coast Church of Christ. And I am plugging that in for all of you out there. If you don't know about the East Coast Church of Christ, please check out our dot com, East Coast Church of Christ.com. You can also find our Facebook page, East Coast Church of Christ. It's been such a healthy and beautiful, flourishing congregation. Very healthy. And um what what changed? What what's taking place? Why is the we got out of the way? we became servants. We were humbled. Right. We, right. we we found out that God don't need me. Oh, well, the church won't grow here if I'm not here. Baloney. <laughs> it just takes the gospel of our Lord and Master, His providence, right. our prayer, our submission to Him. And I think... It takes were... humble servants doing
1: whatever they can to uh, uh, serve other people. Yeah. Because... Just that, just like I need God, they need God too. You got and, it. And, we all you know, need His grace. It's humble service to other people.
0: Absolutely, in, in service to God, and that makes us equal. Like no one here thinks that I'm the head pastor and this is my church. Right, right. I've not diotrophically taken preeminence. I took over. No, no, no. We were added. We were cultivated. By God. We need God. So all of us work. So that's why we have numerous repeat visitors. That's why we've been having baptisms upon baptisms and renewals and Bible studies because we've just humbled ourselves. God did that. And mm-hmm. if that's a system that is only governed and instructed by the Christian mind, it, it's. Right. It's the system of Christianity that brings about that understanding, because we know we're not saved by the law. We're saved by the lawmaker, and because we're saved by the lawmaker, we follow the law. And uh, within that realm of mercy and grace, we find great um, peace, healing, and uh, it takes away that aggression, that anxiety. It takes away from uh, the stumble of the world. And in today's fallen nation, both in America and in Canada. You know, the first step to sobriety is admitting we have a problem, right? Well, the first Mm -hmm. steps to renewing or bringing our nations to its former glories is to say, they're fallen. It's a mess. You can't call us Christian nations anymore. We legally butcher babies by the numbers. We cannot call ourselves Christian nations. Well, if I
1: I I pray for the day that society looks back at this time and, and... Just like we look back at, at history and we have terms like uh, you, uh, the dark ages and uh, that, that future generations will look back at this time as the age of insanity. Because we oh, do man. so many insane things that just oh, don't man. make any sense. No and, sense. And, you know, that's another topic of discussion, I know. But the, the spiritual warfare, the things that, that are, are so prevalent in our uh, uh, culture today that just make no sense at all. How do you make any sense out of the choices people are making to putting implants in their in their oh. skin to make them look like demons and splitting their tongue and dyeing their eyes and tattooing all these demonic symbols and things on them? And they just don't going even know further. which gender they
0: are. They right, can't even right.
1: differentiate between male and female. And then you have. Uh, governors, congressmen, senators that are saying, no, it's perfectly fine for doctors to mutilate children and yeah. to to give them medications that will alter them for the rest of their, they'll never be able to have a normal life at all. And, and, and you just, you know, you think, how does that make any sense at all? Well, the only way to make any sense of it is that there is a demonic spiritual influence at work that makes people, you know, leads people down a chain of choices that just gets darker and darker and darker and weirder and weir- queerer and queerer, and queerer a- a- until you're so far removed from any semblance of sanity that nothing makes sense at all and and it's it's, it's the age of insanity
0: i don't know it, how else to term it <laughs> he, man you're spot on it's 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 flesh driven secular insanity, it, it makes, mm. well, you know, and this, w- this would be a good uh, session for us to have on a Friday for our socio-political conversations, but we just, now they're tabling laws that are going to have us punished for having plastic products in the house, so they're going to take inventory <laughs> of how much plastic we have in our houses so that they can tax us on our plastic in the house, but yet we're butchering babies every other hour. Like, I mean, the insanity right. of it all. It's It's a flesh-driven right. insanity, and it is indeed persuaded eloquently oh, it's very charming, by the powers of a lie or of a myth, which, of course, the truth of the Scripture sets us free from that. The delusion. The delusion of it. Uh, (laughs) Where do we stand in? What's the solution? It's always been the same. It's it's Jesus Christ. Jesus Mm. Christ can snatch us away from from that oppression. And in such a time as crazy as we live in, what a wonderful thing that we get to shine. We get to say, hey, I have a solution, because I'm out there in the community all the time. And I speak to people, and it's the same thing. We can't afford to eat. We can't afford to pay the rent. We can't afford to pay the mortgage. I lost the house. I'm losing everything. I've lost my career. I got the the, Life is hard. Okay, where does that come from? What's the solution? I think that's why the East Coast Church of Christ has been such a location of refuge for many souls, seeking the truth. They're like, (laughs) we've reached a point where there needs to be a location of refuge and forgiveness for the nonsense we see out there, and if anything, also a location of validation for people out there who may not be Christians yet, but will listen to what you and I are saying and saying, "That's it. That's it. You're right. yeah, I remember right. that. That that that's what I'm looking for. That's that makes sense to me."
1: And uh, and yeah. I I think a big part of the problem is that we live in a time in 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 the West anyway. Uh, we we live in a time uh, where Christianity has been you know quote easy uh, yeah yeah in, in, a, in a manner of speaking there's you know we in America especially um, you know for uh, you know hundreds of years now we've lived in an environment of you know quote religious freedom where there's there's no challenge there's no uh Sacrifice really to living the Christian life, um, and and it it has it has created kind of this you know hobby uh, viewpoint of of Christianity. P- people people don't see the necessity of it in their life because it's easy because yes. they 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 uh they're they're you know that their job is not at risk because they're a christian or you know their their social clubs are not at risk because they're a christian where you know in other in other places i've i've preached for congregations where the the members of the congregation got locked out of their houses for a week and the police wouldn't do anything to get them back in their houses because they were the church of christ in that village of of hindus and muslims right uh and and uh, you know, we we just don't face things like that. So uh, I'm afraid that a lot of, of uh, Western Christians, uh, Christians have kind of a hobbyist mentality to their Christianity, you sure. know, that they they do their things that they do, you know, Monday through Saturday or uh, yeah, Monday through Saturday. And then, you know, Sunday they do the Christian thing. Right. They go to right. church. They put on their nice clothes. And well, now, you know, not even maybe put on their nice clothes so much <laughs> anymore. But. Even that's not out the door. <laughs> But uh, you know, I'm I'm afraid that we're coming to a time where um, there is going to be some serious persecution. We just saw it with the you know, the past few years with shutting down the assemblies and oh, yeah. you know with, with the threat of law. I know you guys really had a lot of trouble oh, with that yeah. uh, 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 up north. And um, you know, it, it, is it is it going to motivate us to? Really rediscover the necessity of the Christian life in our life, uh, uh, of the practicality of it, uh, mm-hmm. and and the the tenacity that we're supposed to have for it. Sure. Be, because uh, if we don't, someone's going to take it away from us. And, oh, absolutely. And, uh, so, you know, any objective observation comes away Christianity is superior but there has to be the recognition of the necessity of it. Well, yeah, I see Christianity is superior, but this is my tradition and this is what I'm going to stick with and right. no there's a necessity for it. This is yeah. this is the this is the one that is necessary. The rest yes. of them are are, you know, made up. This is the one that is genuine, is real, is the the necessary one that That's that it. you have to
0: follow if if you would make it to heaven. Absolutely. There's no like it has to become genuine in one's heart, and you are right. you, you you are true in what you are saying. And you know, I've lived stateside three four years, and uh, I've mm-hmm. gotten the blessing and opportunity to visit a great many uh, local congregations and experience uh, the ups and downs of faith, if you will, and, uh, stateside. And um, I've also done the same in this this country, and uh, yeah. Sadly, there has been a great fall of that passion, and folks have just gotten into a routine, and they got bored of the routine, so they've begun to progress, uh, liberalize their minds to a outside-of-Scripture yeah. scope uh, that has uh, a never-ending... It just never ends, right, once you pursue uh, that, something. Well, that,
1: that, that's where the innovations come from. You know, we yeah. need to spruce it up. We need to liven it up. Yeah. And, well, why? Because you've lost the zeal, the passion. As, as you know, uh, we, we see the fulfillment of that scripture in Christ, that he was eaten up with zeal for his father's house. Sure. So that he would, he would not tolerate innovations, corruptions right. taking place in his father's house. That's the kind of zeal we need, that we will not tolerate these kinds of innovations and, and corruptions of of the most beautiful revelation ever given to man, the only divine revelation ever given to man. And and then you want to come along and say that it needs to be spruced up and livened yeah. up?
0: No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. We don't need to renovate God's house. God painted his, built right. his house the way he was supposed, intended. You know, right. uh, with the East Coast congregation here, I mean, we congregate, assemble together— as the body of Christ, in an old basement. You know, it's a bit stuffy. It has all kinds of mechanical stuff making noise. It's not the most charming thing. But yet the hearts of the people are governed properly. And uh, that is not to say that uh, this year we're going to reach 40, 50 members and say, hey, let's build a bigger right. house where we can, you know— right. Um, but the the,
1: the 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 people that come and 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 you know struggle together through those uh, uh, growth pains, they come for no other reason. They're not coming for a fancy building or for right. you, know, uh, uh, or, right. you know fulfilling programs or you uh, know fulfilling programs. they they're not coming for any of those things. They're coming because they love God. And they love each other. And that's the only reason to come. If you're coming for another reason, then you're not, you're not really there anyway. You're
0: going to miss the mark, and you bring up a good point. Uh, I've had several brethren, most that I don't know, uh, and I know that – well, okay, they reached, they're reaching out to me. They're sending me emails. They're sending me private messages. And I know they're doing so sincerely, or I'm going to assume mm-hmm. they're doing so sincerely. What are you doing? what's the magic formula what's the programs are you involved right, in like what right, what right. Why, why am i seeing you uh, in a congregation where you're people are being immersed into christ and they're staying why am i seeing like so much so many visitors return like what's the magic formula what's the uh the code i want to break the code you know because i want to do that here and it always throws them back and they think they think i'm being um high-minded or perhaps uh, stuck up about it or something, but I'm not. I'm just, hear me out. I I know this is a crazy thought. Hear me out. I open the book, we open the book together, (laughs) and I read in an expository manner from one verse to the next so we stay within the immediate context of the chapter and we're just learning who Jesus is. And I don't need, I don't have this, like, fever Every time I sit down with our visitors or our, our, our study contacts or with the congregation, right. I don't have this fervor to, everybody needs to get wet today or you're all going to burn in hell. <laughs> right. I just give folks yeah. the you time. Cu- you, cu- you cultivate a
1: genuine love for Christ, and that cultivates a genuine love for each other. That's and, it. And that, that, that's a body of people that you can't, you, you can't force to stay away from each other. Exactly. There's nothing. There's nothing you can do to those people to to force them to stay away from each other. We no, will not we're, be pried we're, apart. We're, we're we're going to come together with the Lord, with each other to to glorify God. We're going to do that, and there's nothing you can do to stop us.
0: Nothing whatsoever. It's going to be done. You can't pry us apart. We. we, we when you build on on the true power of the gospel and the understanding of the love that is found therein for one another, being kind to one another, each member here is so selfless and kind, thoughtful, always. It, we're connected every hour of every day, even though we have to separate to our secular works and we have to go do this and that and whatnot. Right. We, we we have this structure, and it's amazing to me, Norm, Um. Once God showed us this model, like he took us away from very toxic people, toxic sources that were just so evil, and he brought us to be such a healthy people. It's only once we saw a healthy congregation that we, we, we fell down weeping to God and thanking him for having saved our souls, because it's like the woman who's always going to the next Boyfriend who's a toxic person beating up on her physically, mentally, all these things. And then she finds a man who is a genuine, upright man with integrity who loves her and takes care of her. We've been shown the model of what the church is supposed to look like. Right. What the church is, how the church is supposed to operate like. And that's given us the discernment to look at many others and be like, man, that's bad. That was bad that was not mm. good like that was that was that was not healthy that was bad we should have r- removed those delinquents we should have done something That's we right. should have so it's a wisdom that comes at a at a, at a high cost because it, it comes with sorrow and deep grief but once the smoke clears and you're on your knees humbled begging God for answers the book opens and he says here's why you see it now mm. and we're like we can't see it any other way now i will right. never I mean, some TV. struggles
1: are hard to hard to get through but mm-hmm. but on the other side like you said it you look back and you say i'm glad we went through it because look where yeah. we are now
0: absolutely no doubt about that that's a it's a beautiful thing and christianity is of course the only model the only religious belief that can give you this eternal hope, this eternal peace, this this refuge, this forgiveness. And <laughs> we'll right. have to wrap it up. And we're about an hour and ten into it, and it's been a wonderful <laughs> session. I truly appreciate you, brother, a great deal. I do hope we get to do this as often as we can on Thursdays and, and whenever, when everyone else. But um, friends watching, all of you, you've been a great encouragement to us. I see some comments floating by. I'll be reading those afterwards and replying to to them accordingly. Um, again, just a wonderful topic and, and uh, conversation. Norm, is there something you want to close us off with? Uh, thanks for
1: thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it, and uh, uh, you know, a- anytime, just let me know. I'll I'll be happy to. To uh, jump on, I'll I'll try to be more timely and focused, and uh, not as uh, uh, scatter shot.
0: Oh no, <laughs> uh, not at all. It uh, in, was in fine. The
1: future. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've I've really enjoyed it. I enjoy talking with people who are uh, genuine in their faith, and and sure. I I I see that in you. That that you are a uh, genuine uh, proclaimer of truth,
0: and I appreciate you for that. Well, thanks for that encouragement. I never know how to take those things. I appreciate that. Uh, And uh, I feel the same way with you. Uh, And to all uh, our viewers, thanks again. Please stay focused. Stay positive. If you need anything and we can serve uh, to, to to that capacity, reach out to us. Of course, we have wonderful works that you can support. You can reach out to us and get involved with that if you want to have that kind of a conversation. I'm always willing to have a video chat, phone conversation, email exchange, whatever is necessary uh, can be done. So uh, till next time, Lord willing, for us tomorrow, of course, Friday, it's time for our sociopolitical conversation and we'll have a lot more fun with current events and things like that. So if you are willing, 10 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time will be live tomorrow. Good stuff. Peace out.